Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Cut to the Chase at 8 with Queen MC. That's me, Madison Chase. We are talking health and wellness because health is truly your wealth. Because just think about it. If you had all the money in the world, if you won the lottery, but you didn't have your health, you would have nothing. You would practically have zero because your life would be shortened because of dis-ease. Right? Okay, so today, part three of my keto or kick it, keep the keto or kick it out the park or the curb or out the universe. Uh, we're going to talk about part three today. I'm going to look at Dr. Atkins' diet because to me, the keto diet is nothing but Dr. Atkins minus the phases, phase four. Uh, and I want to look at Jack LaLanne, the two doctors who have kind of created these big phenomenon. So Dr. Atkins and Jack LaLanne, who is the grandfather of fitness and history and dieting and kind of what their two lives look like and what they did. So stay tuned. We'll hear a word from our sponsor and then we'll jump right into it. Okay, now that we heard a word from our sponsor, three things that I want to cover in part three of the series, Keto or Kick It, right? So thing number one, Atkins versus Keto, how I think they're similar. Two, I want to talk about the statistics of African-Americans and heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and diseases that affect us disproportionately and how sometimes these diets aren't studied on us so the results and the things that you're doing may not be in our best interest as people of color third thing i want to look at what is the best diet for you to do and is there such a thing as a diet that actually works and that's why i'm talking about jack lalane because i think the way that he lived his life was not necessarily a diet it really was a lifestyle that he created that he was able to implement and i kind of want to talk about the history of bodybuilding fitness and figure competitions and where a lot of times we get our diets right okay so let's go into Atkins keto diet versus the Atkins diet. Okay, so one key difference between the keto diet and the Atkins is the amount of protein you're allowed to take in, right? So there is no cap on Atkins. There is a little bit of a cap depending on what phase you're in, while the keto limits your protein to about 20% of your daily caloric intake. This article actually comes from Everyday Health. The other big difference is, is that the keto actually is the center uh, and it really focuses on the body being in ketosis during the entire period of the diet. While ketosis plays only uh, a, a kind of a phase during phase one and possibly two of Atkins, uh, but in that fourth phase of the Atkins diet, it's essentially to help you live a life with limiting your carbs and eventually bringing in some complex carbs. Um, but on Atkins, so eventually you'll reintroduce carbs, but on the keto, carbs are always limited. So that's why I think it is not sustainable because you do need carbs. And when you're looking at dieting, especially the keto versus the Atkins, it does not 
include like if you're someone who wants to work out if you're someone who enjoys hiking if you're someone who's had kids like this does not take that into consideration because oftentimes these diets there are no clinical trials like it's just like trial and error it's the trainer's discretion it's your you know if you're doing a program with a registered dietitian or a nutritionist then maybe possibly uh so now let's look at Black Americans and heart disease, African Americans and heart disease. And here are some statistics. And heart disease in the African American community is the number one killer. And one of the things that I think is sad, often when we lose someone in our community who is a singer, rapper, or whatever, we don't hear the side of the story because there's a little bit of shame to it, right? So my goal is to help you not be in a place where uh, you are potentially shortening your lifespan, right? So as African Americans, I feel like we don't have an advocate. So I'm that advocate because I want to educate us on the things that are going to matter to us so that we do live a longer, healthier lives, right? Okay, so here are some statistics. Um, So this article comes from uh, your heart health It's called close the gap health equity for life and the article starts by saying what black Americans need to know about heart disease it says you may know that heart disease is the number one killer in the United States but did you know that the risks are even higher for black Americans so when we're looking at these diets these diets don't take into consideration exactly what I'm talking about right so if we continue to look at the uh, the article it says black Americans are at greater risk for heart cardiovascular disease so if we look at the dr atkins died he was a cardiovascular surgeon so he wasn't considering african-americans when he created this diet so the thing that we think oh yeah we could do this diet doesn't make sense so for african-american women we are 49 percent higher to have higher rates of heart disease uh, african-american men 44 percent higher between the ages of 45 and 64 but i think now It is gotten even younger. People are facing heart disease and issues with their diet uh, at a younger age because of the things that is in our food, the way our food is produced. It's completely different than when our great grandparents were, you know, raised uh, in terms of the way the food produced because there weren't as many people in the world. So the annual rate of first heart attacks and first strokes is higher for African-Americans. So these are just fast facts. The prevalence of high blood pressure, hypertension in African-American immunity is among the highest in the world. 7.53 billion people in the world and it is the highest in the world. In addition, African-Americans develop high blood pressure earlier in life. And as a result, we have a 1.3 times greater risk of non-fatal stroke. That's non-fatal. A 1.8 times greater rate of fatal stroke. A 1.5 times greater rate of death attributed to heart disease uh, than our counterparts. We are 77% more likely than Americans, uh, than other Americans, non-people of color, uh, to be diagnosed with diabetes. Uh, Black and Hispanic adults are more likely to be inactive. So when I say inactive, and this is why I'm such an advocate for people, like body shaming is one thing, but that body shaming thing doesn't apply to us because of these statistics. 
uh, right here, uh, African-American women and Mexican-American women are more likely to be overweight and obese. So let's talk about fat shaming in another, that's going to be another whole segment that I do because there's a young lady, Jamila Jamil, who is doing a huge campaign uh, because she doesn't want people to be fat shamed. But when I look at these numbers, it bothers me as a woman of color that these numbers and these conversations we're not included and we shouldn't be included because this these are the things that are happening to us you know we are dying at a faster rate from heart disease and these statistics show and they prove so um Here's the thing. So how can you take charge of your health? You can know your risk factors. Uh, I say talk to your doctor, but also talk to a naturopathic doctor to see how you could use food as your medicine. So that is one thing that I would suggest. So now if we're looking at the difference between Dr. Atkins and Jack LaLanne, here are a couple of things that Jack LaLanne did. So Dr. Atkins, he created this diet uh, back in... I'm not sure exactly when it is, but in terms of their lives, Dr. Atkins was a cardiovascular doctor uh, and he created this this, this actual diet for his patients, right? But when you look at someone like Jack LaLanne, uh, he had seven simple habits that he did. And so to me, this is a habit and a lifestyle. So when we talk about creating a lifestyle, Jack Lane is the man who actually did that. He did that by uh, really eating more fresh fruits and vegetables. That means eating raw. But just some of the things that he did at 40, he swam the entire 8,981 foot uh, 1.7 miles length of the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco underwater with 140 pounds of air tanks and other equipment strapped to his body and it became a world record. At 41, he did something similar. He swam Alcatraz Island to Fisherman's Wharf. At 42, he set a world record of 1,033 push-ups in 23 minutes. At 70, he was handcuffed, shackled. He towed 70 rowboats with one, several guests from the Queensway Bridge to Long Beach Harbor to the Queen Mary for one mile. So when we look at kind of his life and what he did, like typically we hear people say, oh, well, when you you turn 40 your metabolism slows down does your metabolism slow down or do you slow down do you get kids you have kids and now you have grandkids so now your lifestyle changes uh but one thing in terms of jack lane if you could tell i'm passionate about jack lane i love him uh but essentially he is the great grandfather of health and fitness and why we've come to know it. And the industry has changed it so much, not with the original purpose and original intent of who Jack LaLanne was, uh, but here are seven things that he did. Um, He said, if man made it, (laughs) don't eat it. That's rule number one. Uh, Jack LaLanne's workout theory, the body doesn't grow old from overuse. It grows old from lack of use. I agree with him. Number three, eat primarily vegetables he says meat but i say you know if you are plant-based i am an advocate of that uh, because jack lane was living during a time where meat was processed differently it wasn't processed the same it didn't have the hormones in it uh number four understand the power of daily habits what are your daily habits he had two meals a day he emphasized uh veggies and some protein 
Uh, five, sugar is worse than smoking. I agree. Sugar is kind of like the new crack. Like if sugar were illegal, I think we wouldn't have the rate of obesity that we have today. Number six, dying is easy. Truly living can be a pain in the butt. Uh, so basically spend as much time with your family, talking to them, getting off your computer, getting off your cell phone. Don't go somewhere and be on the phone uh, while you're having dinner with people that you love. Number seven, a few nutritional principles. No dairy, no coffee, 10 raw vegetables, and five fruits a day. So thank you guys for listening. And it is my burst of energy. So my goal is to give you a little snack in the morning so that you could do your own research for yourself. I don't want my voice to be the last voice that you hear in terms of my expertise and my background in health and wellness. I think in really to create a lifestyle of fitness, it has to be something that you're inspired to create for yourself. So that is my goal with this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And we will talk, we will chat tomorrow, part four. We will chat tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening and we'll do it again tomorrow.